Hey, what's up? It's the Man Fuse Podcast. I am Kay Lee, audio producer, your host, sitting here with the co-host, my friend, Ben H. What's up? Up until this point, we have been a weekly podcast. So as part of our New Year's goals, we are trying to bring you content, hopefully, multiple times a week, if not on a daily basis. Yeah, definitely. So you're welcome. (laughs) with all kidding aside we do thank you for listening we thank you for all the support please join the show if you have drama going on in your life submit it to the man fused podcast if you need advice ben h wants to give you some to declare advice would be like you should do this the truth is it's just the way i see it Nice fishing hat. Thank you. Yeah. Is this a fishing hat? It is indeed. Oh, okay. Did it, you notice that the American flag stripes are actually fish? Yes. And this fishing hat keeps bumping my damn microphone. I want to buy a shotgun. What is that? A shotgun, like we used to shoot birds with this weekend. Oh. So I have a question about that, Ben. Yes. You went with our buddy Kyle, who right. happens to be my neighbor, whose son happens to be in the same class as your son. They're like best friends. Right. Yeah. I introduced you guys. Yep. The kids have become friends. You guys yep. have become friends. I text you, and then to find out you're in my neighborhood, you're right across the street from me. I was me. right there. And you text me back because I'm like, hey, what are you doing today? And you're like, well, we're going to shoot birds. We're bringing the kids and we're going to hunt birds. Yeah. Now, when y'all came back, I greeted you outside, curious to find out what happened on this hunt, but ultimately find out there was no hunt. Yeah, it was a bit of a hunt, but not in the way that I thought. I am a uh, novice to beginner outdoor sportsman. I would consider myself intermediate to expert on most weapons. And target shooting, I'm excellent. I'm not a big hunter. I like hunting because I like eating and I like cooking. (laughs) And I like the idea of harvesting my own um, food. food. Yeah. So Whether it be growing or murdering. Well, ultimately, every steak or anything we've ever eaten has been at some point in time, its life has been extinguished. Let's just say it that way. <laughs> for, your, for your satisfaction. <laughs> right. So the idea of harvesting my own source of protein is attractive to me. I mean, I want to go moose hunting. As a single guy, Yeah. when you were looking to find a one night stand or right. a girlfriend or you know a friend anyone yes. you could call that a hunt sure there are guys when it comes to women enjoy the hunt the chase of that piece of meat that's right now with this particular piece of meat because you're a married man you're kept you're faithful you're a loyal man I, indeed i am you've hung up your coxman trophy <laughs> all right you've hung it all up hung for the, it all up in the name of love in the name of family in the name of family that's right now you're not out to hunt for the sake of just killing i enjoy shooting guns I enjoy being outdoors. I enjoy, you know, hiking and camping and backpacking and mountain biking and anything, snowboarding, anything to do with the outdoors, I'm pretty much into. So the combination of those two things is attractive to me. Now, I think that much of the hunting culture that I see that I disagree with, the inhumane things that I see happening in the hunt, when you're just kind of killing for fun. Killing for the sake of killing. I'm not that far down the road yet. I'm more into, (laughs) I'm not there yet. But Kyle 
is an avid outdoorsman. Yes. I've told Kyle before, I've asked him, invite me when he hears of something that regarding hunting because I'm interested in taking jack hunting and, and having that be part of the way that he and I bond. In my family lineage, my uncles and their sons hunt together. My dad's not a big hunter, so we never really hunted together. I always wanted to. I always saw that connection between father and son, but I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't right. really know how to sign up or what to bring or where to go or what it even look for. I mean, I'm just outside of the culture. Where Kyle is in the culture. Yeah, he yeah. is the he, culture. Yeah, Kyle's <laughs> in the culture. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Martin is the culture. That's right. He is. Um, he is. And, and shout out to you, Kyle. I was kind of dumbfounded, as you might have been when you got there, because I would imagine in your mind when he said you guys were going to go hunting and shooting for pheasants, right? that you guys were going to be out there in this hundreds and thousands of right. acres of woods blowing your little <laughs> duck call the duck the call the pheasant call the pheasant <laughs> <laughs> all camouflage you in nature only to find out which i've never heard of this way of hunting yeah you're sitting around a big wide circle right massive there's caged pheasants in the middle in the middle that are let go at certain times. They're tossed up in the air. And once they're tossed up in the air, they fly. Now, who's the tosser? The tossers are the guys that are working the hunt. So they're pulling them out of these boxes? Yeah, they're like behind a squared off like fence area. You can't see the guys that are doing the throwing or the birds at all. All you can see is a fenced off square area in the middle of basically the way I describe it. Think of a 150-acre baseball diamond. Okay. Okay. And so around the outer edge is where so you are. So we're in the outfield, right? Okay. And there's seven stations from one side of the outfield to the other, right? Where the catcher's plate would be, that's where the pigeons are being thrown from. And they, because of the woods that are surrounding us on either side, are forced to fly over the Any kill zone. One of the stations. <laughs> the, the kill zone. <laughs> or into the woods, but they're unlikely to fly into the woods. They're going to fly to the open space. Do some of them ever make it to freedom? I saw a few which initially made it to freedom, but I think, you know, they were harvested <laughs> by, <laughs> by, the, uh, by the, the people who were hosting this murder fest. <laughs> that kind of takes the hunt out of it it'd be like yeah. going after a uh wounded moose or right. something that right. can dragging his body across yeah, I mean, the ground the, the birds are definitely <laughs> at a disadvantage <laughs> as far as the um hunter hunted uh, and your and relationship and your skill level yeah and, and, yeah, the, yeah. and you know the average person's skill level but i will say this it was um it was a very approachable thing for me to do with my five-year-old son. Right. It was a very controlled environment. It was right. very chill. Like, it was very, you know... He wasn't running off. He running through the woods. We had our stations that we had to be at. You know, there was rules. We're talking about firearm safety and what is a shotgun shell. And, you know, we're, we're talking about those things and how it's going to be loud and how the birds are going to fly over and then the birds are going to fall and then... You have dogs that go get the birds. Right. And bring them back to you. The dogs that worked there were like 
special operations bird dogs. They were unbelievable. It was a different format than I've ever been on because I've been on pheasant hunts before where you actually got into the woods where pheasants have been released a couple hours ago okay. and you go and you find them. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where's Waldo? And yeah, yeah, exactly. So you go through, you know, the woods and you search for the pheasants. I've done that before and I enjoy that as well. I think that's a more kind of advanced. For me, this is more about just like the fundamentals. This is your introduction to the culture. It's a very approachable way to go out and get your hands on a shotgun and actually shoot birds. And a moving target up in yeah. the air. Yeah, exactly. Right. Before you go like out into the wilderness right, with a shotgun and, right. and do the same thing. They teach you about, you know, I mean, the low bird is eight feet. Under eight feet, you don't shoot. Well, yeah, because then you could shoot somebody in the face. In this scenario, because it was so controlled, you could potentially shoot a dog. And there were massive consequences if you shot a dog. It's like 5Gs plus medical expenses plus, plus, plus. Oh, they have those rules outlined oh, if yeah. you shoot a dog. If you shoot a dog, it's five grand off. That's where you start is five grand. And it goes from there. Oh, wow. It was cool to see the discipline of all the hunters when like a bird was flying low. No one even had to say anything. It was just a low bird. And I was scolded at one point. Oh, who? Oh, yes. What did you do? By, well, it was weird. So after the hunt, okay, and by the way, we shot like, I don't know, a dozen birds or so. Now, they clean your birds, your kills for That's you. That's right. So they skin them and they give you the meat. Yeah, the breasts. So I came home with six breasts. Have you eaten one yet? Dude, I hooked them up in the crock pot with the whole recipe. Ugh. I know you don't like the crock pot. I hate the crock pot. But it's a good way to do it's just it's like chicken. Yeah, it tastes it tastes very It wasn't gamey or anything? No, it tastes just like chicken. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why were you scolded? What was your offense? This was interesting. So I thought I was doing a good thing. All right. Jack had a mountain dew. Who? And I had an empty water bottle. And I look over on the ground. We're handi we're hanging out outside of. The there's a cabin, like a lodge, and then there's the area where the stuff is being cleaned up. And then we're all just kind of hanging out talking. And Jack goes, "Daddy, I'm done with my soda." So I took the thing and I saw a trash can laying on the ground, like sideways, like a rolling trash can, like it'd been blown over by wind. Okay. Right. So I pick it up. I open it to look inside. What's inside? Cans bottles looks like recycling to me so i'm like perfect i throw a can and a bottle in there and i close it and i leave it standing upright because i'm thinking hey this thing was knocked down how dare you dude man. about 10 seconds later the boss of the hunt he goes hey that's not a trash can don't put anything in that trash can you the, just said it wasn't a trash can the trash cans inside oh. and i said okay sorry about that and so he walked off and then, so I was just standing there and I was like, were you confused? And, well, kind of, I mean, the dude I was standing with Kyle's boy was like, dude, what'd you do? <laughs> I was like, dude, I just threw a can and a bottle away and this and they trash go, can. Oh no. And he was like, oh really? That's weird. Kind of out of the corner of my eye, there's this old guy sitting on a ranger. It's like an outdoor, right, yeah, you know, know what I mean? Like a side-by-side. -side. Yeah. Like a side-by-side -side ranger. And I see him kind of look at, he's, he's just staring me down, dude, staring me down. I told my friend, I was like, yeah, I don't know, dude, that was, that was weird. So I see him staring me down. He does not like me at all. Before I know it, somebody goes, hey, 
And I looked, and it was him. He had gotten out of the Ranger and walked over to me. But you didn't see him walk, so it was almost no. like, how did he get here so fast? Right, yeah. And I was like, look. And I mean, this is a pretty tough, rough-looking old guy who turned out to be the owner of the actual entire 100-acre property. So he's sitting there monitoring all the operations. Monitoring everything. That's why he was giving you a He looked at a hate he goes, stare. look here. He's told you, and now I've told you. That's not a trash can. But you didn't make another offense and put something back in? I didn't in. know. Not at all. Did you say, um, uh, yeah, I understand that. He Hell, just, the, the only, I said two words. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that's all I said. I just looked at him. I said, yes, sir. Then he turned around and walked off. And the guy standing there, he's like, dude, you just got fucking like tried by the old dude. Like, what did you do? And I was like, bro, I'm telling you. And the old guy walks over to the trash can and lays it back down. How it was, like it looked like it blown over. I thought I was doing a good thing by picking up the trash can, you know what I mean? Right. Cleaning. And he laid it back down. Did he take your trash and throw it out? This was the interesting thing. None of the trash was removed. And, you know, I just threw two things in there. There was... It's a not quarter like of you, the trash can was It's full. not like you ate a hot dog, bit it in half, threw the rest with the mustard and ketchup everywhere. It was a recycling bin with cans and bottles in it. Okay, did you ever get to the bottom of what the fuck is wrong with this sacred tipped-over trash can? No, but I just let it go. The afternoon proceeded. I ended up going and hanging out with the old guy and... You know, got to meet him and talk to him about his property. He's actually a really nice guy. We got along fine. I just and completely you, let it go. You didn't even think, hey, you know, just curious. Sorry about my offense and my law breaking, but nope. why is it that that trash can, that would bother me. Nope. Like, why is it I did, I that did, that trash can has to be tipped over? What is its purpose? I'm sure it has one, but what? It just ain't the trash can. That's all you need to know, boy. Discussion's over. <laughs> now, was the trash, was there any trash, like, hanging out no. of it? Like, like no. almost like a... No, this a, was a very clean property. I mean, the whole place was pristine. But were they trying to entice bears? It was only recyclable. It was only cans and bottles. We gotta know. Here's what I think. Dude, I think we need to call them, and we need, like you did with the cold chicken wing that you ate, we need to ask to speak with the manager. We need to apologize again for your no discretion. Uh-oh, because they're going to know who it is. Dude, I want to go back and do another bird shoot. Well, that's you can. I'll be known as the trash can guy. Why can't we say, hey, listen, we have a podcast, and we yeah. were talking about your beautiful property, and my friend and co-host here, his offensive actions yeah. that warranted Two disciplinary yeah, verbal right. threats <laughs> and intimidation. Intimidation. But we tactic. just got to know what's the function and why. Uh, Are we? You have a reason, and it could be the dumbest reason because we said so. Here's okay. The thing. I know these kinds of people because I was raised and grew up around these, these people. Kinds of people, man. These people. And <laughs> these kinds of people don't give a fuck. It's what a, they say is what they it say. It just is what it is, and that's all the fuck you need to know. And that's the way it is. And, and that might be the case. And I accept that. Move on. But what if there is a reason that you're not thinking of? I know the reason. Because he likes it tipped over. No, the reason is because the recyclable only, and most people don't look into it to see whether or not it's only recyclable. 
fair. And so probably what occurs is that people just throw regular trash in there. They like people to throw the trash inside and you know whether or not they separated afterwards i'm not sure there was only cans and bottles in there so they probably go through and separate it or you throw your cans in the recyclable or whatever inside and they don't want people mixing it up but why was it tipped over as a way to to discourage you that's right so it's flipped over because people have violated this (laughs) and just it's been a massive issue pain in the ass for everybody, specifically for these two guys, they've probably had to like had to cursing cussing matches about it. You know? Cursing at the end of the night. Exactly. Like these damn idiots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the whole thing. So they're like, we're just going to turn it on its side. There's no way anybody's going to come and use it. Does, and is, then right in front of them both. Is there a sign that says, do not touch? You would think that that would be an easier leave it standing up. Don't fucking touch. Well, because you'd go, what's in there? Does it have a lid? Oh, yeah. It's one of those. Right. Like, yeah. So it has a lid. Know. So to the customer, who knows what they got in there? Maybe they got guns in there. Maybe hey, they got man, fucking. In my yard, if a trash can's tipped over, I put it upright. I do the same thing in your yard. Yeah. Thank you. For you know that. what I'm saying? I mean, I pretty much do that anywhere I go. Right. If I see a trash can tipped over, I'm going to put it upright. Unless it's one of those like big city metal ones that I probably couldn't pick up anyway. But well, even still, about, like, I might dumpster? try. You right. know what I mean? Because that's how trash cans are built yeah. to stand upright. And I saw this trash can lying over, and I'm thinking, you know, this is the right thing to do. I'm going to do these guys a solid. I'm going to show them that I'm not above. I'm respecting their property, just like wiping the toilet seat or something. Well, I'm not going to do that unless I've got to sit down on it. <laughs> I'm just saying, when you pee on the toilet seat, you got to wipe it up. That is you know true. What I'm well, that's why I go for the urinal in a perfect world. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Even if you lift the toilet seat and pee on the bowl. I have a confession. You here. should still wipe it up. It's just a polite thing to I do. I don't think I've made this confession. When I'm at home, yeah, I sit down and I pee. Oh, no. <laughs> we lost another one. <laughs> <laughs> I am a man who sits down when he pees in his own home. Why? Because I don't want to pee all over the seat and I don't want to have to clean it. So therefore, and I don't have to hear my wife bitching about me not putting the toilet seat down. Yes. I don't know why that's an issue anyway when a woman can just walk in and put the seat down. Why is that an issue? That's a good question. Women, if you listen to this, why is it such a big deal that you're significant other boyfriend boy toy whatever you want to call it yes why is it such a big deal that men who frequently visit one of your bathrooms don't put the toilet seat back down after they pee is it that hard for you just to take that one layer and put it down before you sit i think it's the idea of like chivalry like opening the door for a woman that's right you're going to be the one that touches the toilet seat before you go and wash your hands so that she doesn't have to touch the toilet seat before she sits down. But would she rather sit on a toilet seat that's stained with yellow urine? No. She <laughs> lift the toilet seat and then put it back down. And clean up anything you hit with the bowl, too. But I just, so I just sitting don't down get is better math when you consider all those things. Does your wife get mad at such a thing? I mean, not really. Um... You know, not really, but she would be more upset if the toilet seat were left down and she sat on pee. I'm sure that she would prefer 
the toilet seat be down and clean. And it is most of the time. She might argue that fact. Is that one of her gripes that you hear? Mainly in regards to Jack at this point. Of course. My my son, Kai, too. And he'll say, oh, I put the toilet seat up. No, the fuck you didn't. Yeah. How? No, you did not. Don't lie. There's no way. So if you wake up in the middle of the night, Ben, it's 3 a.m., you can barely see. Yeah. You walk into your bathroom. Yeah. Are you standing up when you pee or are you just going to sit your tired ass down? Standing up. That's cool. I'm going to sit down at home. Call me less of a man. I didn't say that. No, no. That's just how I feel. Well, I think you should feel that way. I didn't say that. But if I go to your house, guess what, buddy? I'm peeing standing up. No, I'm standing up. Unless I'm on your Toto toilet. There you go. And then I'm getting my butthole cleaned. That would be worth the sit. So how much did it cost per person for this hunt? $225. Two hundred and twenty-five dollars for for myself and Jack. But what did Jack do? Jack didn't shoot. No, no, there was no charge for Jack. If okay. Jack, Jack weren't there, it'd be two twenty-five for me. So if Jack was shooting at his age, could he shoot at his age there? You could probably share. Like, there's two people per station. Sometimes you can bring a person with you, but you can't both shoot. Right? You can only have one gun. So there'd still be only two guns per station. What's the name of this place? Etowah Valley. Etowah Valley. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Etowah Valley. They also have a sporting clay range, which I'm very interested in going to. So where they shoot those things on a disc. Oh, dude, I love doing that. It's so much fun. Now, did you hit anything, Ben? I did. You killed a bird. Kyle had to pay two twenty five. He did. You had to pay two twenty five. That's right. You guys were gone all damn day. Oh, dude, we were exhausted by the end. I went through two boxes of shotgun shells. You're sitting there. How often do they release the pheasants to where you can shoot? Now, there's other people going to shoot too, right? Right. There's a round, and I think a round is like 20 birds. So then there were seven rounds, and it's probably 15 minutes in between the rounds. And the rounds probably lasted 15 minutes. I mean, it's a good four or five hours. So when you go there, you plan to stay. Kyle was absolutely prepared okay i on the other hand was not i will be next time okay because now i know what to bring what to expect what to do he didn't share any of his well he might have thought that i knew i mean you know kyle's been doing this kind of stuff for a long time i think he just expected that i kind of knew what to bring or whatever but i didn't and so kyle had a nice bag Mm -hmm. that he carried his shotgun shells in, and he also carried my shells you know, the bag was great to put everything in. They had water there, but I would have brought a big jug of water. Right. I mean, I might even have brought a flask. You know so what could I mean? you drink there? Yeah, if you had a flask of whiskey. I mean, you're not sitting the there line. with a bar on the back of your truck <laughs> getting hammered. <laughs> not tailgating or anything. But, right. You know, you, know, you got a little couple sips of whiskey would have been nice there in the afternoon. Right. Now I'm interested in purchasing, you know, a nice shotgun. You don't own one. I own a couple tactical shotguns, but I don't own... Like a Mossberg or something? Yeah, I've got a couple sawed-off, like, pistol grip, pump. But you're talking about, like, a hunting shotgun. I'm talking about, like, an over... The one I like is the over-under, and then I like the semi-automatic, too. So there's two of them that I like. Well, it's very interesting. Yeah. I think you would have a good time. Oh, I'm sure. I'm going to pick up that trash can. I want the old guy to come and yell at me. I'm going to steer clear. You're going to steer clear. Yeah. 
I've got to know the origin. We'll wrap up today's episode. Join the show. Hit us up, manfused.com, and check out our Manfused gear. Ben H. has been crafting some amazing looking gear that'll work when you work.